right, this is your host, Lamar Spacey, and we're back with the Space Station Podcast. You know, we took a little break, you know what I mean, because my, my man's here, my co-host, Necro, he had to go through some things, you know what I mean, and speak <laughs> on that a little bit. I don't give out all my info. Oh, yeah, no, no, don't, don't give out all your info, but you, you know, you gotta explain. Yeah, like, now, some household people... stuff, yeah, some household stuff, definitely. I've always dealt with insomnia, though. Insomnia? Word, yeah. so, so you just wasn't being get, get sleep at night. And you I know, was like, I was sleeping like once every two days. Once every two days. And I only say that because, you know, people are expecting this now. Well, we actually, we're growing an audience. People expect us to put out these episodes. They want to know what, what we're going through. So I feel like we gotta become more transparent. We gotta speak on. Not everything we go through in our personal life, but some of the stuff we can't speak on. So. <laughs> Little stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, so you've been going through some insomnia shit. Yeah. Not being able to sleep. So, so what you been doing? So you been, you, been sewing. Sewing, cutting, sewing. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing some right now. I'm gonna show off a leg real quick. You know what I mean? Just some. Let's give an exclusive look to the pants and shit. They ain't come like that. My boy, he cutting so yeah, he makes shit himself. Makes shit better. Vintage vigilante. Vintage vigilante. Makes shit better than what it was. We, we can make that into a shop. Yeah. You know what I mean? A couture shop. You know what I'm Start getting our own Make one of one pieces. Yeah, we definitely gonna start some of that shit up. But, you know, my week um, has been pretty eventful. You know what I mean? I've been going through some things. Mainly, like, female troubles and bullshit. Had some bitch call my phone now. I was at work snapping. <laughs> I thought, like, I, I thought I really might have to shoot some bitch, bro. Like, it, it was getting to that point. Sounds crazy. Yeah. Which you was getting threats? Not threats, <laughs> really, but it's just like when a female talks shit to you and you know she's not all the way there in, in, in the mind, especially when she's angry, you don't know what she's capable of. So I thought she was plotting on, on, on the assumption. I thought she was plotting on the crib. Some shit, I, I told her, like, yo, if you, if you continue this shit, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I can to protect myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it did come out to, to turn out to be, like, she, she was, you know what I mean? She she snapped. She knows she was wrong. And I told her that. You know what I mean? But that that's the thing. Like, you got you to gotta be careful about the people you bring around you. You got to be careful about the information you do divulge to other people. I, I really thought she was about to do some crazy shit. Cause when I mean this, this woman's crazy. I don't really, I don't want to keep saying the B word too much. <laughs> but when I say this girl is crazy, comeback season. Exactly, exactly. Like she, she's crazy as hell. Oh, the, oh, comeback season. Come back season. Yeah. Yo, that's funny because that's I, bro, I've been listening to comeback season for like the past two weeks now, like back to back. I, I'd say that's one of my favorite Drake mixes. Oh, yeah. Probably my. Not not my favorite, but it's definitely up there. Okay, one of my favorite it's like top groups. three, probably. Yeah. yeah, definitely top three. What, what's your favorite track off of it? If you remember, I, I don't know. I yeah, I, got, I definitely got to see the track list one more time. Yeah, I, I'd say. Um, well, to be truthful, Man of the Year was the very first song that I got put on that was by Drake. You know what I mean? Because um, let me take a sip of this water. My brother back in like 08. Because we used to watch the grassy like heavy. Like we was yeah, waiting for new yeah, episodes yeah. to come out, all that on the end. So he told me, he's like, yo, you know Jimmy raps, right? I was like, <laughs> well, it's your J, he rap. And he's like, yeah, his rap name Drake, you be with Lil Wayne and shit. 
Now nah, I mean, so you open a Windows Media Player, the little throwback shit. Before we had all the Apple Music and streaming services, open up the Windows Media Player, put on Man of the Year, and since then I I was a Drake fan over ten years now. So I could say even before ten years, well yeah, over ten years. But even before he was rapping, I've been a fan of Drake. So yeah. I'll say it sound yeah, like yeah. <laughs> you know who I was thinking about. Who I've been a fan of for probably over ten years too, oh. J Cole, and he kind of came out around the same time. He did. Well, you could probably speak Still to it a little bit more because I'm not too much of a J Cole fan. So like, I when, forgot exactly what year his first album came out. I think that was uh, the but Friday it was Night Light. Because remember his his first hit was like with Trey Songz. What song was that? They can't get enough shit. I, I, I think like, I do remember that. I was like one of the first big Jones. Yeah, you know what's funny about that? When Drake was getting on, he was he with had Trey, Trey Song. That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of Trey Song. Like that's there's, the a, there's a video of of Drake going with J Cole to buy his albums. Oh, word? Yeah, but this was like when they was young boy. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. No facial hair, shorter hair. But yeah, that's the thing. Like Drake and Trey Songs, they have a lot of underrated collabs together. Like a lot. And um, and I was. Like there, there's a lot of um. I've been wondering, yeah, I've been wondering where's what happened to Trace Man. He's still relevant. Now, I mean, the last thing that I heard about him in the news was uh, like it was a rumor that he was dating Megan Stallion because there's pictures together <laughs> being all flirtatious and stuff <laughs> like that. But um, other than that, I think he's just been chilling. Now, I mean, like a lot of these vets now, they're they're behind, they're doing behind the scenes work now. They don't have to be in the forefront anymore, which is pretty cool. Like I'm glad to see that they're still around. But they don't necessarily have to be in the spotlight. They're giving the spotlight to their younger peers. I seen that uh, the Lovers and Friends concert Ooh. that they was having. Man, if I could see that line, Tweet, right? Snoop Dogg, Lil <laughs> Kim. I was like, Sizzle, damn. I think Ja Rule was on there. That shit's going to be lit. That's going to be fine. And that's my birthday weekend, too. Oh. So I got options. I got Rolling Loud, <laughs> which is in Miami. The Lovers and Friends show showcase, I guess it's like a day festival. That's on the ninth, the day after my birthday. And then I just been planning to go to New York just to hang out in New York for a weekend like I usually do. Just to just to get out of the city for or just get out of the worst come to worst. Yeah, worst <laughs> comes to worst, you know what I mean? But it is my Kobe year, my mom the year, I have to turn up. So I'm definitely planning on doing something big this year for my 24. So hopefully one of these things can happen. But I, I definitely don't mind just staying in New York. Like that just sounds a lot to do. Like just just being in the city, bro. I gotta bring you out there. Yeah. Tell yeah. me, man. Yeah. I, I don't really be doing too much. I just be on my tours, shit. To be honest, unless I let one of my peoples from out there. Other than that, I just be going out there enjoying the sights that I've seen a million times. Love walking through Times Square, smoking my weed now because you know you can smoke out there now without a problem. For real? No, I can't say without a problem, but you have to be cautious. You need you need lighter. Yeah. You, know I mean? you gotta be cautious. Yeah, so like pretty much from what I heard, like the law out there is it's decriminalized pretty much. So like the most like how can I put it? You can walk out there mm-hmm. with a little less than an ounce. Nah, I mean, most you get is like a little ticket or something. But, you, like, cops can't arrest you just for smoking weed out there. Cops can't arrest you for having weed on you. 
You know what I mean? But you can still get a ticket. Yeah, you still get a ticket. And depending on the cops that day, if you're somebody from out of town like me, you're going out there to smoke weed and indulge and enjoy yourself, they, they might lock you up for the weekend. You might you might get a little bit more than just a ticket. You know what I mean? So that's why I mean by be careful if you're out in New York City and you, and you don't have a New York ID. Be careful out there smoking. You know what I mean? You don't want to get caught up. You know, the legal system out there is crazy. You know how they treat people from out of town. So, that's definitely something to be wary of. And, um, speaking of New York, you know what I mean? We just want to say rest in peace to Pop Smoke. A very, very, very unfortunate passing. That's the, that's the thing now, too. I want to stray away from using words like dying die in death. I just want to say transition now. Transition passing yeah. because it, it, it just bothers me when when people like when people make these transitions now because it's just Pop Smoke was only twenty years old. My little brother is four days older than him. Pop Smoke was born July twentieth, nineteen ninety nine. My brother the sixteenth, ninety nine. I'm not gonna lie, I thought he was older than me. When he first came on the scene, so like just to begin with that, like when when Pop Smoke first came out with, with the Welcome to the Party, I wasn't really too. It was a catchy song. Now I mean the the, the chorus, of course, Welcome to the Party. I'm a thought give me lit. It was kind of catchy, but I wasn't really because I didn't really fuck with New York drill too much. But then when I had took my New York trip back in um, September. Right before I did the episode Robot, y'all can go check that out. Space Invader, I mean, um, Space Station Podcast. I think that's episode 20-something. But it's with Robot, 6 a.m. in New York. 6 p.m. in New York, rather. Before that, he put me on to, to the Dior track. And, before, like, as the song's beginning, he told me, like, this nigga's the new 50, the new 50 cent. And for some reason, I like that. I was like, yo... That song when I was like, yo, I, I feel what you meant by that. Like, yo, this nigga, you, you, it's like the song Fifty came out with Up in the Club. Exactly, you know I mean? like club, he had uh, he had that energy, he had that gangster, he had that that unique voice that that captivated you when you listen to it and made you want to listen more to the shit that he was putting out. So like, but most artists, I they, they grow on you. He was definitely one of the new artists that that brought me and actually grew to like. So to see that such a young and up and coming artist with such a great buzz around him and such a great following, to see that that he's no longer here, that's just devastating. So like for you, like when was the first time you got introduced to pop and how did you begin to like his shit? I can't remember exactly the first time. His song just started buzzing, obviously. Yeah. And that's how I heard of him. And then, and then and Fabio came up with yeah. the big trip. And yeah. that's the thing for me, like, for the past couple of years in the music industry, you see, it was like Bloods, it was, uh... There's a lot of people blowing up out of nowhere. That, it's a like, lot of people popping up out of nowhere. But even prior to like all the the SoundCloud era and stuff like that, damn, my lighter just ran out. Ain't that a bitch? 
the suburb. But prior to the SoundCloud era, I'd say, like, just in general, rappers were becoming blood or turning blood. Oh, oh, the cryptification now, right? Yeah, it's like a cryptification nice of the music game. A lot of crypts. Since, since the passing of Nick. And and the falling of six nine kind of been a rise. Of the yeah, pitch. like even even prior to this passing, like you seen Blueface start to cover, you seen Gunna start his buzz starting to rise. Yeah. Um, Black Boy JB and others. You know what I mean? So like it, it's been happening. The cribs they've been bubbling slowly, right? And just like just me being me, like I've gravitated more towards that side of the spectrum. Just because <laughs> growing up, my favorite color was blue. Nah, I mean, people said I look like Snoop growing up, look like Wiz and all that. So, like, I just gravitated. A lot of my friends was Crip, too. I did have blood friends, but I just gravitated more towards the seaside. Nah, I mean. So, like, that's one thing I like. I appreciated the, the, the Crips actually stepping up and making a name for themselves in this new age rap world where the Bloods was taking over, and they did take over. So it's good to see a change of pace. But the thing that sticks in my mind about this whole thing is that he was 20 years old. Just when I see his birth date to the time of his passing, just to see 1999 and we in 2020, we just hit the new millennium damn near. Pretty like pretty much. So that's just, that's just the eeriest thing to me. And then, like, when I discovered that he did pass, I was at work, and that shit literally, it, I stopped everything I was doing. I told my manager, like, yo, I gotta sit down for a minute. Like, I gotta, I gotta get my head right. I woke up to that. You woke up? <laughs> yeah, because you were, like, late bloomer. So, like. I woke up, and it was just, like, all over. Yeah, like, I, I was scrolling through Facebook, and I, I seen some, seen this girl share an article, and I'm like, nah. Because there's, there's a lot of celebrity hoaxes right now. We're going to get into that a little bit. But there's been, over the years, celebrity hoaxes. So I thought this was another one. But this was another tragic death that turned out to be true. And TMZ did that shit again. Putting out a black celebrity's death before the family was ever even notified. Like, that's the one thing I want to stray away from when it comes to space network media. Like, of course, because I'm not yet an insider in those circles. So I'm not, so like I have to look at other sources to get my information. But just like, just to know that they did this with the Michael Jack, with Michael Jackson's death. I think Nipsey's was pretty public. He was had he was just open up his store, so I'm hearing he did that with him. Um, Kobe, and now Pop. Like I just want to straight. I don't want to be the guy that that's fighting just to be like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm the first nigga I had an article out. When it comes to certain shit, yes, but I don't want to be the first to report on a celebrity breakup or a celebrity uh, a celebrity affair scandal or, or something like that. Or when a celebrity's going through legal troubles, or when a celebrity passes away, I'm not. I'm not the guy that wants to be the first one to put that out there. And if I was, if I was able to contact a family member, I would definitely do that. 
before I even write any anything about somebody passing away that had a, some fame attached to their name. You know what I mean? So just to know that that blogs and other news companies do this, I just want to stray away from that that ideology of being the first one to report on tragedies. Now, I mean, I want to be able to, I'm, what I want to put out first, so I want to put out the positive stuff. When a rapper puts out a new song, a new track, or they're working on a new project, or anything, or entrepreneurs working on something new, that's what I want to put out there first. I don't want to be the first guy to, to say somebody died, or somebody got shot. I don't know. It's TMZ, you know, it's Cali. It's California. I don't know what's going on over there. I don't know how they even get this news so early. Yeah. You feel me? Like, that's why I'm just... Like, bro, I think they I really got they, paparazzi posted walking around. Ready just to report on anything. And <laughs> I, I, I need that type of, type of staff with that kind of work ethic, but not for those kind of situations. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like just just to know that this is something they've been doing for years is that it's it's nasty, it's disgusting. TMZ, you gotta at least do do something to notify the families or at least from what or at least give public knowledge that you notify the, the families. families. Yeah. You know? I don't wanna find out that somebody I love, I gotta find out that something happened to them on Instagram, my nigga. That, that's a hell of a way to find out somebody yeah. passed away. Oh, yeah. That's somebody's son, pop smoke, somebody's son, somebody's brother, somebody's some, somebody's loved one. People cared about him. He influenced people. And it, he had so much time ahead of him. Like, it, it was there, it's devastating just to hear that, just to see a, a, a career cut so short. Just listen to to um meet the woo part two. I can see why it was gaining the numbers that it was. Um, I enjoyed it. I could I could I could see the progression, the change in his sound from just the, the pure New York drill. He was he was expanding into making songs technical difficulties but we back so but as I was saying R.P. Pop Smoke um to see the, the admiration that um the rap game had for him 50 had, had some um words for him he said he saw himself in Pop which I know a lot of us did um Ludacris said he was interested in seeing his growth um and then there were some things that were a little questionable. Blueface, I don't know what it is with him, but it's like anytime a rapper dies and it happens to be Crip rappers, he has some like slick shit to say. And not that it was completely that way to me. I did understand what he was saying. Not everything that glitters is gold, which is 100% true. LA, I would expect people to be snakes. 100% true. But as one of his peers, not saying that you knew immediately he, he died, 
he moved out there or whatever the case may be. But as a rapper, if you if you if that's how you think, and he's part of your gang, crit. If y'all crit, you may not the same set, but the overall branch is crit. Just how I would think, I would expect one of the natives to put me on. Moonface was saying that dude should ask around, but being a 20-year-old kid, you live in, you, that lived in Brooklyn, Canarsie your whole life. You think in California, you think that is like heaven. You're not, you, like, I wouldn't expect a 20-year-old to ask too many questions. About the area, besides like how to get somewhere or directions and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But just how I would think, I would think somebody that is a native that has fame would have have the um sense to talk to a newcomer in the game, and they they both newcomers, but Blueface career has started before. I would expect him to actually give him some guidance. Pop Smoke, to give Pop Smoke guidance to navigate in California. That's just my thought. You know what I mean? I I just don't see why every time somebody passes away, he just has some... It just... It just it just rubs you the wrong way. Not that it's necessarily negative, because what he said wasn't really negative. He said a rest in peace possible. Posted a picture, and that and I did love that. But I think he could choose his words better. He could definitely articulate himself much better. And actually give respect to the niggas that's part of your game. Because for him to allow the shit, like... It, like, I'm not a gang member, so I understand gang culture, but just to know that if a blood and a rolling 60s was locked up in a cell together and an A-tray gets thrown, gets thrown in that same cell, the blood is likely to, to link up with one of the Trey's than he is the 60s. And that's just something I don't understand. Because Trey's the 60s both crit. But that's gang culture. And I'm not a gang member. So I will not continue to speak on it. I just hope <laughs> gangs do better. You know what I'm saying? That's all I hope for. Uh, but rest in peace to Pop Smoke. Condolences to his family and friends and loved ones and all the fans. Brooklyn, hold your head. And other news. Now, I'm going to try to be as sensitive as possible to this topic, but apparently there's a little boy in Queen <laughs> on the internet, and apparently he was getting bullied, and we do not condone bullying unless a motherfucker needs a lesson taught to him. Now I mean, because sometimes bullies need to be bullied, or assholes need to get bullied and need to be taught lessons. But <laughs> apparently, Quaden, nine years old, has been getting bullied, and his mother recorded and um, 
a breakdown that he had and posted it. And this boy, he got a plethora uh, of support <clears throat> from people around the world, celebrities and, and randoms alike. But not too long after, maybe a day, a couple hours or so, comes to find out that Lil Quaden is allegedly, allegedly, an eight-year-old Instagram influencer. And the only part that's really alleged that he's 18, but Quaden is an Instagram influencer that flexes money and Yeezys and Dolce and Cabana, shit that we don't have. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I wish I had Dior home and, and and three pairs of Yeezys and a little toy Mercedes Benz truck. Now I mean, so my whole thing with that is one, yes, I, I don't condone bullying. Nobody should ever be getting bullied. But I'm not about to send money to motherfuckers that's already rich, and this is the problem. Like, how'd, how'd you feel about Lil' Quaden? I didn't want to feel much about him. It's a little, little crumb snatcher. <laughs> money snatcher. That's how I felt. You know what I mean? I mean, like, at first, like, I didn't want to say publicly, like, yo, I don't... And not even that, like, I, I can't say I didn't give a fuck, because when I seen the video, it did, like, make me cringe, like, who the fuck is just bullying a, a nine-year-old kids and shit. But I did have my thoughts that differed from the general opinion. I mean, I was like, yeah, let, let, let this iron out just a little bit more. <laughs> Come to find out, little Quentin, he's flexing me. He's, he's from Australia, so he be flexing little euros or or whatever the Australian money is. <laughs> be throwing up gang signs, little. I don't want to like it's not a gang member, so I'm not about to throw up anything. But he's throwing up <laughs> shit and pictures. Just picture him sipping wine, and then in the video that was uploaded where he's having his breakdown, it's like a screenshot of him pointing the camera like, "Gotcha, bitch, gotcha." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's a picture of him doing that. So for me, it's like clout is a disease. Whether he he's bullied or not, I don't believe anybody's parent should be recording their child having a breakdown. Yeah, why are they recording in the first place? Why are you recording? Why are you posting it on the internet? Um. I'm sure there could there's there was other avenues for you to get that for for you to get the message out there besides exporting your child. You know what I'm saying? Whether he is nine or eighteen. <laughs> people really donated money. <laughs> yeah, people really donated money. I would never <laughs> ever I would go, fuck. I'm sorry, Clayton, but I'm not giving you None of my hard-earned dollars. You got money. You probably got more money than my family does. <laughs> Motherfucker. You got Dior home and fucking Yeezys and bullshit that niggas regularly don't have. And you want me to donate money to you because somebody called you short and ugly. I'm sorry. No. And you're not 
ugly. It's not like you can control what's going on with you. You shouldn't be bullied at all. Of course not. But I'm not giving you no, none of my money. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Now get off that. All-Star Weekend occurred. You, did you pay attention to it at all? I seen the dunk contest. Seen the dunk contest? Yeah. Uh, before you get into the dunk contest. Yeah, I don't know if I, got, I didn't get to see anything. Um, I see, oh yeah, I seen the highlights for the... It was celebrity game. Celebrity game was okay. Yeah. <laughs> Common did all right. Quavo, you know, we know he's a baller. Stephen A. Mike, um, Will Bond were the respective coaches of their teams. I, I, I could definitely see Stephen A. getting a coaching job, maybe. I could see him being a coach. Um, he said he'll play next year, actually, as a player. I would like to see that. <laughs> um, yeah. Celebrity game was okay. Three point <clears throat> contest. That's um, one thing I paid attention to. Um, shout out to Buddy Hield for winning. I was going for Devin Booker, but Buddy Hield, he's one player that I do like watching. Wasn't too bad. Skills challenge was okay. I think Bam Adebayo of the Miami Heat won that one, which was cool. The dunk contest, though. So the finalists were Aaron Gordon and Derrick Jones Jr., pretty much. They had a couple other people in there that were that I can't name off top because I forgot, but that's because they're not too relevant. And what, what, what did you think of the overall ruling of the dunk contest? Did you enjoy it at all? Yeah, it was, it was a good dunk contest. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Definitely could have been more exciting, I feel like, overall, despite what um, we're about to speak on. Judging. You're judging, yes. Um, so, Derrick Jones Jr. ended up winning the dunk contest. Aaron Gordon, who's been in the dunk contest twice before, many people feel like he was snubbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel as though, yes, he, he was snubbed. Yeah. Um, a lot of Derrick Jones, Derrick Jones Jr.'s dunks were between the leg, spinning tomahawks. They were good. But they were good dunks. Repetitive. Repetitive in style. Aaron Gordon, he got the unique one hand 360. Yeah, that was he funny. did dunks. Derrick Jones Jr. was doing. Yeah. I, um. Like I said, I don't remember all of, all the theatrics off top, but after watching both of them, a lot of people said that Eric Gordon won unanimously. I say it, it could be argued because Derrick Jones did do some shit. Even though it was repetitive, they were pretty in, impactful dunks that I could see why he got high scores for a lot of the 50s. No. But as far as the judging... I don't think you should have a guy, yes, we're speaking on you, Wade, you just retired last year. I don't think that um, have a guy that was down with your with um, the organization that one of the um, participants was in. I think it should it have went different. Yeah, it, it was, was definitely biased. biased. It was yeah. definitely a bias there. Regardless, yeah, other people gave him 50s and all that. That can be argued, but D-Wade, you know damn well that was your boy. 
and he played for the Heat. You played for the Heat, and you wanted to make sure one of your guys won. Bam Adebayo, he won the, the skills challenge, so you just wanted to make sure the Heat was winning all weekend. I could, I could understand that. Now, me, if I played for the Lakers, or and even the fan that I am, I do want the Lakers to win everything. But when it comes to shit like that, you need unbiased. That's keeping other exciting young talent away from dunk contest now. Like a John Rant, Zion Williams, and, and others. Now they're saying that they won't participate. Aaron Gordon said he will no longer participate in the dunk contest. That's definitely going to that's definitely going to affect mm. the ratings of All Star Weekend next year, which it sucks. But I I feel him. You've been in it twice before. Zach Levine definitely deserved the time he won. Um, I don't know who won after that. But Aaron Gordon, out of the three times he was in it, he definitely should have won one of them, if not two. So. That, that was All-Star Weekend. Well, the All-Star Saturday night. The All-Star Game was pretty cool. I love the, 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 the jersey representation for Kobe and Gianna. Um, Common's little thing was dope where he was rapping mm-hmm. on the players' names and all that. It was a little extra, but it was cool. I enjoyed it. Um, the format was a little weird. They, instead of playing... 12-minute quarters like a regular game, they had 10-minute quarters to reach a, um, a set score at the end of the game, which was 157. Ice Cube had the big three, and he said that the NBA needs to cut him a check because that's something that Ice Cube developed for his league, the 10 minutes... Timmy course to a set score. So, um, this is like another instance of being a culture vulture NBA. Not saying that it's good for the league. It is good for the league, but y'all, y'all gotta give credit to Ice Cube where it's due. Now, I mean, y'all got that from the big three. Gotta check something. Or just give, just give credit. Just be like, we, we got this from the big three. Shout out to the big three. And to integrate some events together with the big three. Now, I mean, a lot of a lot of the stars of Big Three came from the NBA. I think I think it will be able to work out. Um, other than that, Getty robbery. Good old <clears throat> Getty. What the, what took place? So apparently, the story with that is somebody went in there, tried to rob the joint, and shot one of the workers. I hope it's not bull. People know who I'm talking about when I'm saying. The boy that everybody fucks with in the Getty. Short little the dark skinned dude in it. So I, I I mean I feel bad for everybody I shot, but I definitely hope it wasn't him. Somebody went in there and tried to rob a joint and shot one of the workers. First off, I don't think it was somebody that, that that's from out here. Couldn't be. That that store's like a hub in, in Allentown. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, everybody goes there. Everybody's been there, at least. To buy wraps, buy snacks, whatever. So, for, for that to go down. And it's and it just like, damn, people, like, somebody just passed, like, for me, it's just like, damn, somebody just got shot and, and, and passed away. 
and then you all go, and somebody gonna go out and shoot. Not saying that everybody's hip to what's going on in the world, but that shit it just it, it made no sense to me. Like when people, when one tragic thing happens, people go out and commit another tragedy. But that person that that committed that, they definitely couldn't have been from out here. Cause what the fuck? With, with that scene. Uh, I think, see, this was a different This was the one I was talking about February earlier. 20th. Oh, we're going to read this. An Allentown man faces robbery charge after trying to uns- unsuccessfully rob a Union Boulevard pizza shop two days before bolting from a neighborhood grocery store with a soda and cigarettes. Allentown police charged Leo J. Morales of North Third Street with single counts of robbery, conspiracy, and theft in connection with two incidents last week in Center City. District Judge Patricia Engler arraigned 24-year-old, arraigned 24-year-old Wednesday before an office. This is around our age. Employee talking about the dominoes. Shortly before, on 30 February 12th, R&R Grocery in Delhi on North 2nd Street. So it's all pretty much in the same area. What the fuck is going no, on? Man, yeah, no, it, it couldn't have that's been. That's why I thought it was the same crime, yeah. but was it? No, it couldn't have been that dude, but it's all pretty much in the same neighborhood. Close. Close, close right? That's, that's super close. Yeah, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all bum ass niggas gotta do better. That's super close to them. Stop robbing the beloved neighborhood spots. Go go to go to the road neighborhood and, and cause ruckus and bullshit. Yeah, this right here. This is, we're going to read the article here. They even got pictures. Oh, they got pictures now. They updated. Hey. I don't know. You're throw them clothes away. You're going to throw them clothes away. Yeah, from looking at it now, it looks like they might have. It might be from here, but niggas is not going to let that slide. I'll let you know that right now. Too many people fuck with fuck with that area. Too many people fuck with them people that work in there. Yeah, five pictures. Hmm. We're not going to incriminate nobody, you know what I mean? Because we're not into that business. But street justice will prevail either way. You know what I mean? So we're, that shit's not going to go un, un, unresolved. You know what I mean? Condolences to, to the man or the person that got shot. What does it say here? J.P. Mark. Yeah. 8.30 last night. Yep. This same article. Not life-threatening. It's going to be okay, apparently. Hopefully he is. Um, and we're hoping just for a speedy recovery. Other than that, uh, art event uh, at the alternative art gallery Shut tonight. Uh, hosted by um, Griff. Griff the, uh, Griffin. Yeah. Shout out to Griffin and Quentin. They'll be hosting the event. Um, performances by Will Steeds Lot, Liz Ross, RJ the Guru, Running to Utopia, and many more. Running to Utopia should be pulling out to the Space Station podcast pretty soon. Big Cooper G still pulling up, still waiting on him, and many more guests. So, um, we're not doing anything tonight. Alternative Art Gallery on um, North 4th Street. Make sure you pull up, $10 entry. This video will be uploaded by the time that shit starts. So, hopefully it's a good event. I know I'll be showing up, be doing Space Invader TV. So, that'll be coming either by tomorrow or Monday. I don't know what's going on. Shout out to Soldier Boy. He's back. 
Now get you to off to topic. Um, Will Steez, Rentitopia, RJ the Guru, and Liz Ross have dropped a new track, Evergreens. It's now on SoundCloud. It might be on Apple Music. I don't know if it's on platform. Don't get me wrong. But go check out that new track. And that's, that's pretty much all we got for this week. Know what I mean, um, I'm definitely glad you were able to get some some rest. Know what I mean, we're back now. Know what I mean, but hopefully we, we don't have to take too many other breaks. Stay consistent like like we've been trying to be. Definitely more upgrades coming through. Definitely expanding the network. Definitely getting our followers and our viewership and our listenership up there. And I want to thank all of y'all for that. Um, last week's or two weeks ago's episode, my cousin Dennis of Good Guy Brand did very well. Thank you all for that. And um, yeah, man. Shout out to everybody in the valley. Shout out to everybody that's doing something. Period. In the world. So everybody that's doing something positive and putting out good energy. That's what we need nowadays. A lot of bullshit be going on. Uh, before we head out of here, recipes pop smoke. Rest in peace to Kobe Bryant and Gianna Bryant and the victims of the horrific Holocaust crash that happened last month. Rest in peace to Juice World. Rest in peace to all the young fallen, all the young fallen kings and queens that we that we've lost through the years. Know what I mean, um, stay positive out there. This has been Space Station Podcast with your host Mark Spacey and Neko.